You're listening to the Innovation Made Easy podcast with Chiara Covone, episode number 36. Welcome to the Innovation Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Chiara Covone, ex-corporate leader turned executive coach and speaker. I'm here today to unfold insights of leadership wisdom and personal development to inspire you to achieve success both at work and in life. Are you ready to create your own success story? Then let's dive in. Hi everyone. So this week I would like to talk about a topic that is very close to my heart. And I've been referring to this topic um, both on my blog and on this podcast before. But I thought I'll dedicate an episode to it because it's something that really... Uh, as I said, is very close to my heart and it's about how we do certain things just for the reward we're getting, the expression in the faces of the other people, a pleasing attitude, a people-pleasing attitude that is really linked to our need, our dependence from other people's feelings and reactions and and something that today with all the things that I've learned and studied and applied, I find it so fascinating that um, we are trapped so often in this desire to be accepting, this desire to do whatever other people are expecting us to do, instead of focusing on what our real needs are and how we can show up as authentic and and the best people uh, possible. So the, the question really starts with, why do we want to be so liked? Why do we want to be so accepted, so appreciated? And, and we believe somehow that if we are more likable, if we are more accepted and people are giving us um, visual uh, confirmations on us being likable, that we will feel a certain way. We will feel accepted. We will feel liked, loved, in the right place, doing the right things, doing things that people are expecting us to, you know, in ways that, behaving in the ways that people are expecting us to behave. And so here is really what I would like to to pause for a second, because so, so think about for a moment. So we're doing certain things. I'm saying something to my son or my husband or my boss or whoever not because I feel it's coming from an, from an inside desire to, to do certain things, to certain things, but instead it's because I'm hoping to feel a certain feeling. So I'm going to hope to feel happy and accepted and loved. Now, if you followed me for a while, you have heard me saying this um, truth that so many authors out there are um, talking about, which is about where our feelings are coming from. And our feelings are not coming from what other people do. Our feelings are coming from the way we think about those, those circumstances. So it means that if I want to feel accepted, loved and liked or, or in the right place, I only need to think that, to think a specific thought that will make me feel that way, which means that that feeling is available to me right now, right here. 
So you see, so we can create those feelings directly without having this manipulation of, of the other people's emotions and desires and actions that, by the way, doesn't work, right? I mean, we can hope that some people will respond in certain ways, but then we create these vicious cycles because maybe then they're also doing the same thing back to us. So they are offering us some sentences, some expressions, uh, uh, verbal or also just physical, again, just to please us. It becomes really just a vicious cycle, which I think is so fascinating. And so, so much of the time, the things that we most want are the things that we aren't giving to ourselves. So what I'm talking about here is that if we, if we want to feel a certain way, if we want to feel lovable and loved and liked, we actually have the power to give it to us directly, right away. And instead of giving it this to us directly, we're going into this, this crazy loops of giving it to somebody, offering it to somebody else in expectations for a response back. You follow where I'm going with this? So this is really where I feel that we can take a step back and ask ourselves, how much do we like ourselves? How much do we love ourselves? And are we expecting everyone else to do that for you? Why are you not offering that love and appreciation and acceptance and feeling you're in the right place right now directly and instead you are expecting somebody else to give it to you? You see how powerful this question can be? Are you really, really liking yourself and doing that for you and not expecting others to do it for you? Because when we rely on other, to on other people to create a feeling for us, we're always going to be failing. Because this is not something you can control. First, you can't control what the other person is going to think. And also, it's your thoughts that creates your feeling. This is why sometimes when you are kind to somebody, this person still receives, you know, reacts in a weird way has nothing to do with you it has to do everything with this other person we cannot control and change other people's thinking we can influence them and it takes a lot of work but we can't we can't drive it that's uh, that's their own individual choice so when when we go out of our way and please other people in the hope of being accepted and liked and loved, we're actually not showing up as our true self. We're showing up with a condition to it, with a precondition. I'm doing that in the hope and the expectations that you're doing something back. You're gonna give me something back. That's not authenticity. That's not authenticity towards ourselves. That's not authenticity towards that person that we have in front. So are you willing to be yourself and not depend on what the other person is going to think of you? Are you willing to do that? And, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't 
care about what other people think or that you shouldn't want to you know be surrounded by people that like you that has nothing to do with it but it has all to do with the fact that you we want us to be showing up with our best self authentic unique believing in ourselves believing in our uniqueness not comparing ourselves with others not doing certain things because other people are expecting us to do so because we're limiting ourselves tremendously. The more we are dependent upon other people's desires and wishes for us, the less we are ourselves, the more you're going to be in in incoherent state with your own self. So what we want to make it mean of the, how we're relating to the person to the person that we have in front really is about finding how we can interact with each other finding what have I to offer here and what can you offer how can we together as complementary as diverse people go beyond now what I, I want to pause here a second because and I mentioned this I think before in this podcast but it's a very natural behavior. So I don't want anybody to beat themselves up because we are people pleasing. This is a, such a natural behavior. And it really comes from our ancestors where you had much higher chances of survival if you were part of a community, right? I mean, think about wild animals and the ability to go and, and find food and and really being much more um, resilient towards the wild world out, out there as unique as an individual, you had less chances of survival than if you were part of a larger group. So that instinct of being accepted by a broader community is a really natural um, behavior. So, so we can acknowledge that this is something that our instinct really brings us to show it doesn't mean that we want to go and um, justify our behavior because, you know, like thousands and thousands of years ago, it was serving us. Today, sometimes it's not serving us. Today is our more evolved us as humanity. We can access that information and be more aware of our behavior and decide according to our, our consciousness, how do I want to show up? Is this my authentic me? Or am I in sufferance? In, am I feeling of lack? Am I seeing myself as not enough, not um, authentic, not, you know, not you enough, and therefore I need to complement and show up in a way not as me in realistically and authentically, but much more me in reflection of what your desires are. So seeking approval is something that is really, as I said, very innately in our nature as humans. And very, from a very young age, this is how we, we survive. Yeah, so we are, um, as small kids, we need our parents to help us with, in, you know, to give us food because we can't maintain ourselves when we're very young. And, and this is really where the uh, seeking approval and seeking the 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 love of our parents of the people around us it's so fundamental in the survival but now if we are 
as evolved human beings and we want to create something, we want to create something new, we are going to expose ourselves to rejection. We are going to have to get out of the, of the group pressure that wants us to just blend in and live in by default. If we want to do something that is extraordinary as it is in our own full capacity and potential, we are going to want to step out of that crowd and flow, natural flow of actions, of instinctive behaviors, and we will, we'll have to, to actually risk rejection. You will risk people that don't appreciate what you do. You will risk people that are going to try to bring you down, the haters. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily believe so much that there are haters. There are haters, but haters are always people that are somehow suffering themselves. So I'm very um, compassionate and empathetic about uh, the haters. But it's also really just the people that are going to look at you with disapproval. If you're looking for that, right, you're only going to recognize a disapproval if you're fearful that somebody's going to disapprove of you and you're going to look in the eyes of the people around you to identify who is it that is disapproving of me right now. And so this is really going to happen. If you want to stand out, if you want to create, and this podcast is also about innovation and innovation is all about creation, well then we are going to have to risk the fear of rejection and accept that as part of the journey. So now imagine a life where you aren't afraid of being rejected. What would you be doing if you were not afraid of rejection? What are you gonna do if you are that person that doesn't fear rejection? We often value the approval of our doing our work in the world. We are, I, I know that also from all the innovation management that I've been responsible for, that we are so afraid of people's judgment, of people's fear, that we prefer to give up on our hopes, on our desire, on our intuition, and instead comply with the others, with the group pressure, with the mass pressure. The answer to deal with rejection is self-confidence. And now we've spoken about self-confidence in this podcast before. And, and I love this concept, this idea that self-confidence often is a byproduct, that actually we first need courage. And that courage will help us develop capabilities. And the more you practice that capability, that is where self-confidence then comes. So, and I think we, we, we want to tap on those concepts here as well, because yes, we want to have to deal with self-confidence. We want to believe in ourselves and we want to therefore leverage on our courage and face that rejection through courage to end up in self-confidence. So we want to be open to accept rejection, bring it on, give it to me. I'm willing to be who I am. I'm willing to be who I'm supposed to be. I'm willing to follow my instinct, my intuition. We are, I'm willing to 
you know, lose someone's approval, to take the risk. But the outcome and the byproduct here is I will gain my own approval. I will feel that I'm here not allowing contradictory thoughts to hold me back. And I think this is so powerful when we are letting go of that people acceptance, that, that desires, that need of, the need for approval and instead choose our own for not in a narcissistic way, not because the purpose is our ego, but because of what we believe we're creating for the value we're bringing to this world. If all these beautiful innovations have existed so far in the world, it's because there is so many people, or at least a few people, that have had the courage to step out, to accept the rejection, to not do what other people were expecting them to do. And I think it's so fascinating that sometimes when you read the biographies of the greatest inventors, they are actually people that don't necessarily fit in in our modern you know, ways of thinking about fitting in. They're not stero stereotypes of people, but they are people that are thinking differently, thinking lateral, thinking independently. So you, you want to be okay with risking everyone's rejection, but your own. You will be willing to not be approved by everyone out there if that means that you're going to be honoring your true instinct, your true desires, something that really makes you click. And what I want to promise you here is that when somebody's rejecting you, it's really nothing, not, not, nothing to be worried about. It's not a big deal. Because anytime we are feeling rejection, actually, we are the one causing it by the way we're thinking about it. Somebody is going to say or going to look at you in a certain way. And the way you're thinking about that expression or that sentence is what is going to cause rejection. Rejection is not an objective, you know, um, absolute <laughs> feeling that anybody would feel in the same way. It's you with your thoughts that you're going to decide if that person is not accepting of you, is not approving of you or not. So what we're really avoiding to do, to take risks and do the things and follow our instinct and follow our, our intuition and follow what we really want um, to bring and create is a fear of a feeling and a feeling that you actually have agency over. So I'm going to have to repeat this because this is really important. So if somebody, if you feel that somebody is rejecting you, your feeling of rejection is actually a feeling that is called, that is caused by a thought and and you can notice the vibration, which is feelings are vibrations, and you can notice how it feels in your body. So what I'm saying is that every time you've, you're fearing rejection, you're letting rejection, you're letting that fear of a feeling run your own life. And so you can look at it in a really with curiosity the next time that you are tempted 
to do something to please somebody else, you really can stop and think, why am I, why am I doing this? What am I fearing? Right, I'm going to fear that this person is going to give me that expression and the way I'm going to think about it and the way I'm going to feel about that expression is what I'm actually fearing and it is what is triggering me, triggering me to do a certain things or say a certain thing. So I know this sounds like a long process. You can actually do that in a, in a really snap of a, of a second. But I really find it so fascinating that we can understand and we can master our own mind, our own behavior, once we are really you know, acknowledging, understanding that is our thoughts that create our feelings. And that we then can decide, is this thought serving me? Or can I use, can I think of a different thought that will make me feel very differently and will make me feel more empowered rather than fearful and hideous and, and avoiding? because I don't want to be you know, feeling that feeling. So consider how different your life could be if you didn't have this fear of being rejected. Consider all the things you could do and all the things you could be saying yes to. People pleasers are not willing to be rejected and perfectionists try to prevent being, you know, showing up and risking a judgment from somebody else. When you try to prevent rejection, when you're out there manipulating the situation, influencing, doing all the attempts possible to manipulate the situation, you're actually preventing yourself from putting your work out into this world because you are run by fear, by fear of feeling not fear of really something dangerous. So the next time you're gonna think some, you know, of somebody not approving of you, of somebody rejecting you, and, or you wanting to do something you know, to be approved of, to be pleasing somebody, I think you have the chance to stop and understand that there is a difference between whatever that person is doing or saying and whatever you're making of it. So rejection is a loaded word, is not an objective statement. We are, you know, I know that in, of course, we have some rules as between humans and accept certain expressions, certain sentences, certain words, and we immediately give them a statement, give them um, a loaded meaning. However, I want to offer here that you have the possibility to reconsider that and to understand that actually that sentence, that expression has nothing to do with you. It has all to do with whatever that person has in his own head. And you can detach, detach yourself from it and not make your behavior be run based on, on this other person behavior. So it doesn't really mean anything about you, whatever they're doing. Whatever actions they're doing, that's an action that is driven by how they're feeling, by how they're thinking. It has nothing to do with you. You can decide how to think about certain things and decide how you want to, then how you're going to feel about them based on your thoughts. 
So I want to encourage you to show up with your best self, to do whatever you feel you are supposed to do, to do whatever you want to create and to really engage with con in conversations and engage with other people in a much more authentic and empowered way. And I promise you, everybody around you will actually embrace this new you because you're really going to show up as who you're meant to be with all the power, all the unbiased, all the unfeathered um, actions and that, you, that you can show up with now that you're not limited, now that you're not conditioned by the, the, the need to be approved, the need to be accepted. A lot of us don't want to be courageous because when we are being courageous and taking risks, we take action. And when we take action, we risk rejection. So be willing to be rejected. Be willing to be not blending in and standing out of the crowd. Take the risk. Because if you're willing to be rejected, that is the best place to find your own approval. You're going to be pleased with yourself. You're going to be developing and nurturing that muscle of courage that is going to help you to develop new capabilities. And you're going to bring amazing things to this world, amazing solutions, amazing innovations, amazing interactions and conversations that otherwise the world will miss out because you're not showing up with that power. So don't reject yourself, don't deny yourself, don't fail ahead of time, and be willing to get up, get up and get out there and show up as your best self from a place of abundance as usual, not from a place of luck. I wish you a wonderful week and until next week, bye-bye. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, I really encourage you to check out my homepage at www.chiaracovone.com and get access to my free morning routine resource. Because when you start out with the right mindset, the right body preparation, and the right emotional stability, you will be able to face anything that life throws at you. So don't wait any longer. Get access to this resource and start implementing my tips to have a fantastic day every day. Thank you.